0: Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
1: All right, let's
0: get after it. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stauffer in the 630 Chet Studios, the city's south side, along with Brendan Escott. This is Oilers now. Happy Halloween, everybody. Hope you're getting uh, revved up. I'm going to assume some of you have already had Halloween parties over the course of the weekend. We'll discuss that momentarily. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers Tubbs Design with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. The Edmonton Oilers are in a heater. They've won four straight. And uh, tomorrow, they take on the Nashville Predators. The team uh, had an off day yesterday. Photos emerging uh, from a Halloween party. Stuart Skinner styling, going with a disco look from the 1970s. Stuart Skinner's got it going on right now. Uh, coming up on today's show, a full recap of the Oilers' 3-2 victory to close out a uh, three-game, very successful road trip that saw to go 3-0. and against the Calgary Flames. Always a good thing when you win the Battle of Alberta. John Shannon coming down the pipe at 1235. You... From one oh five until uh, one thirty today, we'll have some fun on today's show. And Tyler Spritzer is with the Junior Hockey Prospects League, and he's going to tell us what that's about. It's a new initiative that uh, you might want to be a part of, especially if you have some developing players. This is Oilers Now. Again, you can reach us on the River Creek Resort know, Hotline, 780-496-0063. Get ready to rock at the River Creek. Tom Cochran, Saturday, November the 5th. Get your tickets at RiverCreeResort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more information. We're at a now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stauffer. Brendan Escott is on the other side of the glass. At Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Brendan, how was your weekend? It's good. Had a lot of fun. Had a party I, on Friday night, and oh.
2: uh, a few people over at the house dressed up. It was all good. Well, what did you go us? Uh, we went as Travis, my girlfriend and I, so I was Travis Barker from Blink-182, the drummer, and she was Kourtney Kardashian.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, celebrity couple. The costume smashed. I'm just uh, I'm putting it out on Twitter right now in anyone wants to go taste it. Yeah, well, why don't you it looks really
0: go good. fire something off in the orders now account sure. as well as yours. That'd be awesome. Uh, you know, it's funny how things have changed. I'm going to go old school on you, but back in the days when I worked at a little radio station called CJSR, it was campus radio, late 1980s, early 90s, um, we had back-to-back politically incorrect Halloween parties. Suffice to say, I can't even discuss the outfits that we went with, but it was, because uh, today everybody's so sensitive and doesn't have, even when it's established that it was the all PI Halloween party, um, we had a good time with it. And in the Stoffer household, Halloween's a big deal. My son has probably been to Spirit of Halloween. I don't know when they would have opened those places. When will they open up? Early September, maybe? I'm going to hazard a guess that he's probably been there 20 to 25 times. This is by far uh, Hudson's favorite, uh, you know, sort of pseudo holiday of the year. I don't know how many of you have experienced this when you've watched the evolution from your children being kids that were, you know, you you'd take out when they were six or seven or eight and they would be nervous to going, you know, to a, the front door of a, a stranger's house uh, and you sort of control things. To having absolutely zero control out of what they're ultimately going to end up wearing. But i um, pretty sure he might be going down the Doctor Strange path. He's, uh, he's in all that sort of thing. So have fun with it. Uh, you know, it's meant to have fun. I know there were some guys sporting some pretty uniquely. Uh, your buddy, Tony Breyer. Went. Uh, I was down at Oilers practice today from eleven to eleven thirty, and Tony went with the nineteen fifties press look, which kind of worked for him. The newsy. I then like that. He went with newsy and not newsy Lalonde, <laughs> not newsy Lalonde. <laughs> um, funny. You know, here is what we can do. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. What's the funniest um, Halloween outfit you've worn over the years? Again, I don't even know if I can admit to what I once wore in the late nineteen eighties in the days of the all politically incorrect cgsr halloween party so is that still are you still allowed to have fun with halloween brendan like is it, when you go to an adult themed and i don't mean like you know swingers and everything but when you go to an adult actual halloween party at somebody's house uh, are, are you allowed to have fun or is that is everybody sitting there making a judgment on the fact oh you can't do that you can't wear that that come what do you you know like what is acceptable anymore what's not acceptable
2: well, boy, boy. Far be it for me to make that designation or distinction right now. I think uh, whatever your group is comfortable with behind closed doors, so long as it's not harming anyone else, I suppose.
0: I'm, I gotta tell you, I'm 100% with that. All right. Uh, today's top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how so you build a legacy, legacy Heating and Cooling. The Edmonton Oilers are on a four game winning streak. They're on the hitter uh, heater. Connor McDavid, by the way, four goals, eight points. That's Let's face it, he took his game to another level when it mattered on Saturday night in Calgary as we go to the Orders Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. Frank and the staff featuring Edmonton's largest selection of unbeatable prices and customer service that makes you feel like family. Edmonton beats
1: Calgary. 3-2 Jack Michaels with the call. The Edmonton Oilers, the Calgary Flames, the Battle of Alberta, the Flames 5-1, and one, their best ever franchise start. The Edmonton Oilers looking to make it a perfect 3-0 road trip. Heading for the net, CC dragged it across, running a couple of whacks at it. Save, Markstrom rebound, and Kyler Yamamoto was drilled. Lindholm knocked it away, and now Michael Backlund shorthanded, swoops in, shoots and scores. He'll hit net word again. Looking for a second shorty. He dishes off and Skinner kicked it off. What a save. Intended for Lindholm and Skinner kicked it away. McDavid, open man, tiptoe, Leon Drysfunnel. What a setup by Zach Hyman tied on a dime. 5-0-2. Skinner makes the save at one end. And the Oilers come back. That centering pass might have ricocheted off a flame skate instead of Leon Dreisaitl. In any event, it's in. And we're tied. The Flames pull the draw free. And Mackenzie Weger sends it down low. Edmonton. Here's a centering pass. And Richie scores. Lucic won the battle behind the net. Powers home his third goal of the year. All the way off the board. Smart play to Cody Cc. One on two, so he'll just hit the red line and shoot it in. Take it off the boards, Quick shot. Score! Connor McDavid knew Markstrom was not yet back in his crease. Let it fly and found the back are tied at two.
0: It's impossible that Dylan Holloway is going to get his first NHL point. He freed the puck up the middle. But David flew in and just directed
1: it to the net, and Markstrom will not be happy with that one. Wow! Getting it in deep, new Genova goes tap free to Hyman, back door, deflected home! Second! from McDavid, and Edmonton does have its first lead of the night. 3-2 with 7.36 to go. Mackenzie Weger at center ice with 15 seconds to go, and the Oilers up 3-2. Stolen by McDavid. nudged back to the neutral zone. Dubé running out of time. Dry hoist and high in the air. Batted down by Weger, but the Flames been extinguished. This game is over, and Edmonton has a perfect 3-0 road trip with a 3-2 win over the Flames at the Saddledome.
0: Oh, it was fun there on Saturday night. How about the Oilers fans? You can hear them in the Saddledome as uh, Edmonton roared back into that game. Well, you know what? It starts with one position. Stuart Skinner. Uh... The evolution of what, and hey man, if you've been listening to the show, we we talked about Stuart Skinner 10 years ago in the 12-13 lockout year in the fall. He was playing on that Southside Athletic Club team back when the four, this is before all the hockey academies really took hold, and uh, it's just amazing what you, and I know right now there's an immense amount of excitement in Stuart Skinner in oil country, and there should be. He looks big in goal. He's stopping the puck. He's square to the shooter. You know what else? He's low maintenance. He's low maintenance for a goaltender. Sometimes goalies, ah, uh, and we've had a couple of them here that are, they get a little exasperated, a little frustrated. Sometimes they get mad at their teammates. Stuart Skinner is at a good place. And the Oilers... you're in the Western Conference. You're going to need both goaltenders to play at least 30 to 35 games, right? I mean, the, the, the thought process that Jack Campbell was going to come in here and play 60 and Stuart Skinner was going to play 20, I thought at minimum Skinner would play 30. And if they're both healthy for the duration of the year, maybe it's pushing a 40-40 split. I mean, how many teams really have 60 game-a-year starters? Maybe in the Eastern Conference you can do it. Maybe if you're in New York. Where a road trip is you go to New Jersey. You know, like, so if you're sitting there with Sorokin or, you know, one of those guys, he's had a good start with the Islanders this year. Vasilevsky, not too bad. There's a guy with the Rangers, Shosturkin. He's pretty good. Those are 60-game-a-year starters. But you're in the Western Conference. I don't know if you can start more than 50 games. It kicks the crap out of you by the end of the year. And right now, Skinner's playing great. Right, hey. Make no mistake, to this point in this season, he's been more consistent. It's tough to argue with a 9.55 save percentage. You should be excited if you're an Oilers fan. That's what you should be. It's not his net yet. It's both of theirs net. But there's something. This guy has got a chance to be pretty good. And he's composed, and he's a factor. Here's Jay Woodcroft following the Oilers 3-2 victory, their fourth straight. Um, And this one went the hands of the Calgary Flames. Jay Woodcroft's post-game comments. thought it was a good hockey game tonight between two good teams.
3: Numerous chances at both ends. Uh, both teams hit crossbars. In the end, we stuck with it uh, kind of longer and harder, and, and uh, we're able to get the kind of the right people on the ice at the right time, and uh, we're able to prevail. So I was, I was happy about that, especially after uh, we dropped one against them in our building.
0: Uh, Connor McDavid elevated in the third. period, took his game to another level. And, hey, if you're an Oilers fan, you're damn lucky he's yours. Here's Jay Woodcroft on McDavid. Connor's
3: play tonight was excellent. I thought he created not just on on – you know where we scored the goals, but he created numerous chances. He was a handful. Again, I go back to you know we were able to get some of the matchups we wanted there in the third period, get the right people on the ice against the people we wanted uh, wanted them going against, and you know they were able to stick with it and get us a couple goals there in the third period.
0: And um, we're a month into the season now. The Edmonton are six and three. They played six of their nine games against playoff teams. They split against Calgary, they split against St. Louis. Beat Pittsburgh, beat Carolina. Here's Jay Woodcroft and where the team's at after a month.
3: At the end of the, the month, our record is what our record is. But one of the things that I really liked was the quality of opponents that we've played uh, in this month and the types of games we're being forced to play. Um, we're, we have a good record. We're happy with where our record is. Uh, we, we strive for more. But at the same time, as a coach, I'm uh, super proud of our players for grinding it out in these types of games. Every single game except one has been a one-goal hockey game. You know, there's been a couple empty nets here or there, but the Pittsburgh game was the only game that wasn't a one-goal hockey game. So for us, at the end of the month, when you sit back and look at it, you see the quality of opponents we've played, and then you put it together with the types of games we've been asked to play. We're not perfect, but we're a work in progress, that's for sure. Well,
1: uh, he's on a breakaway.
0: Well, there you go. Uh, I'm not quite sure where that fired up from. But that's all good. and. Brendan, and that might have been me. That might have been you. I'm not sure if I touched the wrong. Never no, want to touch no, the wrong. No.
2: I'll jump on that grenade. That's me.
0: <laughs> was it? Okay. Well, there you go. And don't worry. The patient doesn't die on the table. Just It's just live radio. Sometimes people need to remember that. You know what I'm saying? I never get too rattled, too upset. You know, sometimes you're sitting there doing a post game, and the opposition coach, you know, drops the word. Oh, you can't say that word. Actually, today you can say that word, just just for the record. that's It's, it's not one of the seven words you can't say anymore that George Carlin used to talk about Thirty-five years ago, we've moved a little. we moved a little one way, but not necessarily. Anyhow, I digress. Uh, Zach Hyman, meanwhile, had this to say on playing with a lead versus chasing a game. You don't like being behind, obviously, but uh, I think
3: you know we're one of the teams out there that that can come from behind. We have enough skill, you know, and our ability uh, to score goals. Confident in that, so uh, I think we're not deterred by a, a deficit. You know? We don't like to be down, but when we're down, you know, we have a lot of belief in the locker room that you know we can get back to, to even and win the game.
0: And uh, Hyman added some additional, by the way, how good has he been against the Calgary Flames, eh? Scored six goals in the playoff series and uh, scored twice, including the game winner. Again, he's got eight goals in the last seven games played against Calgary. Zach Hyman on the significance of the win over the Flames. Obviously not the start we
3: wanted necessarily at home. Um, But to come on the road and and win three uh, against, you know, some really good teams is, is, uh, you know, is really important for us. Good confidence booster going back home for another three. So, um, you know, we only see Calgary three times. They got one. So it was nice to get the the one tonight. It's a big one.
0: There you have it. So, uh, by the way, Brennan, that was a heck of a game. That was a really good hockey game. I know Calgary, like, the Oilers, they're not going to funnel a ton of shots at teams. Because of the playmaking ability in the top six, they're looking at times to create different higher-grade scoring opportunities. Calgary's got a good team. Best game I've seen Milan Lucic play against the Oilers since his days with Boston. He was really effective in that game. Uh, We couldn't quite figure out what was going on with Jonathan Huberto. He missed a a portion of the first period. Afterwards, Daryl Sutter succinctly uh, gave us a pretty good indication of what Huberto had going on. Both literally and figuratively, it's funny. Don't uh, I hope Daryl Sutter never stops being Daryl Sutter? For the record, it's just who he is. It's all good. But the orders won. You think the Flames should be concerned at all? At you know, Jacob Marks from Cami, they started Dan Vladar in Edmonton. They played great. They owned. You were there in the building, Brendan. They owned the orders in the first period of that game in Edmonton. They. It was a weird game because I don't think Calgary had control of the game at 2-1. Nugent Hopkins had hit, and Hyman both had ripped shots off the crossbars. But then the goal at Markstrom gives up. I mean, that was a bad goal. Bad goal on Connor. McDavid. Great play by Connor McDavid. How about the assist for Dylan Holloway? Moves the puck up the middle of the ice, gives it to Cody Cece. Holloway goes off, and McDavid hops on. Cece rims went around the boards. But, Brenda, I'm going to ask you here. Do you think the Flames should be concerned that Markstrom can't seem to beat Edmonton and is a bit of a difference in each of these games? Uh, Absolutely. The way that things materialized on Saturday, they, they
2: did give him the start. They gave him the opportunity to take this narrative out of it. And he wasn't able to rise to that occasion. He surrendered the kind of goal that feeds right into the narrative in fact. So I don't know how at this point you're supposed to have the confidence, not only as Markstrom, but as the coaching staff, to not go to Dan Vladar the next time. That's going to be a very difficult discussion when the first game of Christmas unfolds or after Christmas, I should say, unfolds. Yeah,
0: 100%. A couple other thoughts. Uh, Ryan McLeod uh, continues 58% Corsi, 54% Fenwick. That's as a third-line guy. Fogle was unlucky not to have scored against the Flames. He squeezed one through the wickets on Markstrom, didn't go in Lynette. Thought the Oilers had some decent play from their third line. The Flames, well, Lucic got moved up as the game wore on, but Calgary had obviously Ritchie scored a goal. That was a big one for them. McDavid took it to another level in the third period. Connor McDavid and uh, Leon Dreisaitl in this four-game winning streak for Edmonton. Do you think the days of the narrative out there that Dreisaitl is a benefactor of all things McDavid did? I think maybe that's coming to an end when people realize that over the last four games, the four victories for the Edmonton Oilers, Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl played a total of one minute and forty nine seconds five on five together in those four games. That's it. Like last year, the uh, the Flames had an unbelievable season, three forty goal scorers in one line. Those guys, Kachuk, Lindholm, and Goodrow they played 87% of the time five-on-five five together. Like, it's it's just, to me, it's somewhat laughable. Anyways, I'll bring you some other numbers when we come back. McLeod's good. Skinner's got fans excited. Away we go. When we return, NHL today, with a little bit of a football cross mention as well, you're listening to orders now. So, sometimes you would hear individuals in Toronto, oh, Dreisaitl, he's just a byproduct of of playing with McDavid. Last season, Leon Dreisaitl played 23.1% of his time, five-on-five with Connor McDavid. As I mentioned, Kachuk, Linholm, and Goodrow played 87% of his time with Kachuk and Linholm en route to his 115-point season. Uh, Austin Matthews, by the way, played 73% of his time with Mitch Marner. Again, the Oilers two stars, 22% last season, 149 over the last four games. I think that ship has sailed on that narrative. Let's go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local uh, branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromomarketing.com. Here's Brandon. All right, three games in the league tonight. Buffalo
2: hosts Detroit, Carolina entertains Washington and the Blues and Kings battle in St. Louis. Tomorrow we have uh, the Oilers and Nashville Predators live on 6.30 chat 7 o'clock. Connor McDavid's eight points in four games earned him the NHL's first star of the week. Devin Dubnik announced his retirement over the weekend after 12 NHL seasons. He was all over the place. Edmonton, Nashville, Arizona, Minnesota, San Jose and Colorado as well. Baker field getting goals from Xavier Borgo Michael Kesselring and Alex Peters but could not get past the Ontario Reign on Friday. Wednesday they will host San Diego. Oil Kings fell 5-0 on Friday and uh, 7-2 yesterday to the uh, Red Deer Rebels who are 13 straight wins out of the gate now I believe. That is a a remarkable start for them. Victoria at Rogers Place taking on the Oil Kings on Friday and the Golden Bears will uh, host the where are we? The Manitoba Bison Yeah, that's uh, Claire Drake. This
0: weekend, they beat uh, Regina twice. Golden Bears football misses the playoffs. Three and five record. Tough season for Chris Morris. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back with John Shannon.